The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Check one, two. All right. Sure, I don't need to tell you how to use a microphone, so. <laughs> Hopefully not. Okay. <laughs> How's the level in your ears? Is it sounds okay? pretty good, man. We okay. need to make a song in here. <laughs> the pod 617 studios in westwood massachusetts it's the boston podcast with david yaz and a rotating cast of characters from pod 617 the boston podcast network this is our what's up everyone this is dave hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls yes. lovers smuggers thieves all the ships at sea. And bandits. And bandits. We got a bandit in the <laughs> studio here today, and it's a special treat. I've got a recording artist, pop artist, Samu, in the house today. Yes, yes. <laughs> Mr. Dave, it's so good to see you, man. I'm happy we had a chance to make this, this happen. Third time's a charm. I know, right? My bad, my bad. We had we had a day recently in the in the studio. It, it always sucks when you come into the studio and there's no heat. And so, unfortunately, <laughs> I had to make the the call to Samu and say we're going to have to switch this, but only by a couple of days. So, I thank you for your flexibility, my friend. Ah, oh, man, I'm happy to be here with you, man. So, you call yourself a a pop artist? Uh, is is that right? Because I, I I I listen to your music and it's somewhere between hip hop and rap to me. But mm-hmm. that's, I'm the untrained ear. So, what well, do you <laughs> I would call myself of a hybrid artist more okay. so if you uh, delve more into the work that I've done um, where you can find it on um, banditmusica.com you can also go to semu.bandcamp.com I do a, a range of a myriad of different genres I actually remixed a Green Day record did you really? yes um, I do a, I do a little bit of everything what was the Green Day tune? Uh, it was a uh, can I guess? Oh, I know. A- Here we go. It, oh, was, it yeah, was a big yeah. hit that they had in, uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, uh, that song is and called. It, yeah, it was off the first or second album, I think. Oh, it's called. Damn it. Uh, file. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I done some things with that. So one. that so that's cool because I love the the crossover stuff because it's it's just. It's a way of being creative, right? Yes. I mean, so, so we're going to play a little bit of Samu's music in a moment, um, and you're going to hear his whole story, which is unbelievable, by the way, um, from Africa, based in New York, and headed off to Baltimore today. This guy's everywhere. Baltimore, what's up? <laughs> the B-more, right? Yeah. Um, before we get there, I do want to mention our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today, usbs.com slash careers and by the way we're in our westwood massachusetts studios pod617.com if you're interested in your own podcast check out the website you could be in here you can't be in here today which is a shame because you hear uh samu story but you're gonna hear it on the pod and um now i'm obsessed i need to know what that green day song is and i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up so i said my my quick green day story is it's they i do you dig them do you like green uh, day? yeah like yeah I, I, especially that record a couple of records i like from yeah, the the thing I noticed about your background is you're influenced by um, not just, you know, it's like some hip-hop, some gospel, some rock, right? Yeah, I, had, I think tell, I added Red me. Hot Chili Peppers in there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, it's on my bucket list to see them live. I don't know if they're still touring, but Red Hot Chili Peppers is a big influence. And they actually have, in their earlier career, uh, infused a little bit of funk and uh, scat and such so yeah c- creative yes uh, uh chili peppers i saw them <laughs> this is gonna date me i saw them 
in college um, in Philly, and it was that was 1987 or something. It was before they hit it really big, mm-hmm. and so they're playing in this college auditorium. And me and my buddy didn't have very good seats. We're in the back row, like little nerds. And the the but they the kids in the mosh pit, like a mosh pit broke out, and they tore up the f- first two rows of seats. And it's gone. get out of here. Yeah, they were not invited back. Definitely uh, rambunctious group. Shout <laughs> yeah. to them. Yeah, shout to Flea. Yeah. <laughs> Flea, man, that guy's an original. He just got remarried or something like that, man. Congratulations really? to him. Yeah, <laughs> he um he's done some acting too. It's funny, it pops up in like um. The uh, Big Lebowski, I think Flea was in that movie. Anyway, um, we digress. Uh, so let's take a listen to uh, this. So this, I'm going to play a little bit of your song, Strangers, mm-hmm. as we take a look at the music video here in the studio. But any setup for this? What, what was the song inspired by? So Strangers was inspired by um, a past flame of mine. Pretty much one of my, she was my favorite girlfriend I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Miss Tani. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we just, she was a beautiful woman from Barbados, Belize. And we had a, a great relationship, but we were both dealing with a couple things that um, we were trying to get right within ourselves that kind of um, affected the relationship. So the whole premise of strangers is just to make sure to keep good practices within your relationships so you have a healthy, long relationship, you know? So that relationship is over. This is about a past flame. Yeah, is this right? is a past okay. bandita that I'm not with no more. <laughs> All right, so let's take a listen to strangers. It's good stuff. So the the You might want to start it like maybe uh, a little bit more because I kind of go up, give you a little theatrics, run up, yeah, a little bit more. So as we're waiting on, I, I could t- mm-hmm. tell me about the, um, the bit. So you call yourself the bandit, or yes. others call you the bandit, mm-hmm. and you don't go anywhere without that hat. He's got this awesome. How do you describe your hat? It's the bandit hat. It's the bandit hat. Yeah, my father actually wore these hats. Um, they're fedoras, a style of fedoras, right. not cowboy hats. Don't confuse me for a cowboy. I'm the bandit. Right. And um, <laughs> I just, um, my father passed away a couple of years ago on Halloween, and I kind of just, it's a tribute to him just to keep his spirit alive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty badass. It works for you. I can tell you that. Thank you. Thank you, dude. So... We'll take a listen and then I'll shut up for a sec because I want to hear your lyrics. One minute you're telling me that you love sincere. Your actions show me that you never really care. Turn toxic. Had me caught up. Jealousy and pride. Look at what it brought us. Why you changed, I can never understand. I'm hoping that this ain't the end. We're from friends, enemies. Tell me how can this be? Is this the end? Can't believe it's getting harder to breathe. This is badass. This is great. And and now, so you got to go go on to YouTube. So, mm-hmm. um, Samu, the it's it's S E M U by the way. So Correct. You just go to YouTube, S E M U and strangers, and it'll come up. So, you're acting in this video. This this is a concept video, right? Yes, actually, so, um, did a little acting uh in this new HBO series coming up. Is that right? With Mark Ruffalo. Really? I played the Hulk, yeah, so you'll see me a little bit in there. Um, yeah, Mark Ruffalo's uh, connection to Boston is he played the reporter in the that movie about the, what was it called? Spotlight. Oh, about, nice. Yeah, m- massive overacting in that. They knew! They knew! <laughs> that's, my, that's my Mark Ruffalo. But what's, I'm sorry, what's 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 that project called? For I can't really disclose oh, all that. I signed some things that said, I, you know, some things I can't say, but you okay. can catch the bandit on HBO. <laughs> uh, coming up soon on a, in a series with Mark. I love it. I love yeah. it. All right. So that's an excellent teaser. Breaking news here at Pod Six One Seven. So, um, so yeah. Tell is 
does the video tell by the way slickly uh shot and and edited together you're you you seem to be a real natural in front of the camera do you like it god bless um yeah. well you know it took a little time and you know to break out of some comfortable your comfort zone and right. um I've pretty much been doing um, music and talent shows since I was six, seven years old. So um, I guess slowly I just got better at it. And So when you were six, mm-hmm. were you singing like, I don't know, Michael Jackson or something? Or well, I was da- at six I was doing more dancing in the okay. talent shows. Okay. And then when I was in eighth grade, the first song I ever sang was Seal's Kiss from a Rose. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not an easy song to sing, though, is, is yeah, it? Yeah, it, well, I, I loved it. So it, yeah. I'm sure you hit it. I mean, you're a professional singer, so but but like that is not the song I would pick for karaoke. It'd be very difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> I stick to you know Billy Joel and Bon Jovi. Um, Shout out to Billy. <laughs> I just saw him. I just saw uh, Billy Joel in. I mean, not personally. I saw his show. I wanted to. Uh, it was on my bucket list to see him in Madison Square Garden. You know, mm. before uh, he leaves this world because he's getting up there. He's you know man. he's over seventy. But man, I mean, it was great to see him in New York, his home, and. Um, He's, uh, yeah, he's still breaks it. I like that song. He has um, Alexa, Mid-Eastern Alexa. Yeah, oh, uh, Down Easter Alexa. Down Easter yeah, Alexa. That's my yeah. favorite song from him. Great tune, yeah, about, yeah. about the struggles of the the, the boat captains in, in Long Island. It's very interesting. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, so you realize what just happened? You brought up Down Easter Alexa. And, and, then, the, my and Alexa then Alexa in the office, she chimes in. I was trying to figure out where that sound was coming from. <laughs> What's going on? All right, Alexa, go to sleep. She keeps saying, "She's I'm on not her sure job." <laughs> God bless you. We got, we got to be real nice to, to these these Alexas. Yeah, they're listening, right? Some people, some people talk to Miss Alexa very rude. Miss Alexa, I love you. You know this. Let's see what she says back to that. She usually says, "I prefer to be friends," but I love you too, Alexa. <laughs> um, so let's. Um, we're going to hear about. Uh, uh, Samu's whole story because it's 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 an interesting one. You've already touched upon the the death of your father, which I know inspired you. Um, hang on a sec, listeners, so I can tell you about the U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the nation, offering paid training and ways to move up. Apply today, usps.com slash careers. From mail carriers to corporate management, the USPS works together to provide efficient, affordable service to the American public. The workers are the backbone of its service, and the USPS wants to develop an advanced career so its development programs train and prepare employees for promotions and growth in a variety of business areas. I never make it through the whole read without screwing up at you least once. You did a once. great job. So, well, yeah, <laughs> my streak continues. Apply today. The website is usps.com slash careers. The United States Postal Service deliver for the nation. So you grew up in, oh, by the way, the name of that um, Green Day song was is Brain Stew. If Brain I'm, Stew. If, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. And okay. um, I saw them live uh maybe two years ago we have an outdoor concert facility here called the, X, the the name keeps changing but i think it's called um the xfinity center now and i i splurged for really expensive seats and i was with my girlfriend and and billy joel billy joe armstrong not to be confused with billy joel he he chucked his pick into the crowd and my girlfriend caught it get and, out yeah, i swear it was awesome they put on such a such a great show how much are we talking yep this, this right here right, yeah Rain on me. I can see how. Yeah. yeah you... I'm having trouble trying to sleep. Yeah, I wonder if that song was sort of influenced by rap because it's got that kind of staccato. They all anyway. come from the same roots, I guess. <laughs> um, so, to, so, what country did you grow up in? I was the only one born in Kenya. 
of your family. Yes, every, yeah. my whole family's from Uganda. Okay, so I'm like the black sheep of the family in that right. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't there long, you know. I mean, I was uh, still a toddler. You know, I came to the states probably when I was like five, six years old. And your folks, so your your folks were uh, from Uganda, as you said. Mm -hmm. and I noticed on your bio, you mentioned it's like the Idi Amin era. So he was. I don't know too much about him other than he was a, a tyrant, right? So yeah. was, that, was your was your family trying to get out? Exactly. Um, we were my family kind of like a, a rebel group. Um, I was actually talking to my aunt about getting more insight on how things were at that time, and yeah. she was like, "Well, I got arrested for you know um, rebelling against the 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 government at that time and everything." So. Yeah. It was it was very intense, you know. I'm actually doing a a action, a Christian action comic book on my life where you really? can get yeah, because <laughs> I I really want to. I feel like the youth are very like much getting attacked right now, and I want to make sure to put out a positive image to them. And they like comic books, they like cartoons and stuff. So I think I can do some good by telling my story in that fashion of being a, a action Christian. Are you uh, the are hero. you the bandit in the comic book? I'm the bandit in the comic book and in real life. So <laughs> you get you get me in all forms. <laughs> all right. So I guess I got to ask you why why the bad guy? Why the black hat? You, and you made sure to distinguish yourself from the cowboy. Well, the bandit isn't technically a bad person. Okay. You know, um, it depends Rob on from, who, Rob from the rich and uh, Rob from the rich and gift to the poor. No. Uh, it could be a little bit of that, you know. <laughs> yeah. It depends what window you're looking at it. You know, some people look at, like we mentioned, Idi Amin. Some people look at him like he's a bad person. Right. Um, it depends on if you check out the intention that he had. Oh, some, so, see, I, again, I don't know that much about him. So, in some circles, he's he's uh, celebrated for his accomplishments? Or? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the, the whole purpose of the bandit, for me, was just to take for, take what's rightfully yours, you know, Um People in life, they want to do something. They see themselves doing something like, you know what? I see myself doing that, and I can see myself doing it better than I see this person doing it. And it's all about just having the courage to just say, you know what? I'm going to take that position. Yeah. And I just that's that's my whole uh, lifestyle, which is a bandit lifestyle of taking what I feel is rightfully mine, especially in this new 2020 era. Well, you said it. If it's rightfully yours, then it's not it's not to be put down. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And you know, throughout history. History's been shaped by people who rock the boat, right? Exactly. History hasn't been shaped by people who, you know, sit in their, their home and, and sip tea, you know? Yeah. Um, and on, on the subject of tea, it's probably on my mind. Um, I listen to this podcast, I'll give it credit, uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History, but there was one about the Boston Tea Party, and he just pointed out, if you look back, the, the, the um, Sons of Liberty who dumped the tea into the harbor here, they were criminals. They they were smugglers. They were tea smugglers, mm -hmm. and and but they were tr they were trying to make sure that their illegal business kept going on while the the British were trying to thwart that, and so you know they were rebels. They were rebels. You know, so they were and, bandits, and they were bandits. They were taking what <laughs> they were taking what they thought was rightfully theirs. Which there's is, there's that the gray area thing. It's not it's all right. black and white. Mm -hmm. It's right. So you uh, so as a a young man, so born in Kenya. And then how much time did you spend in Africa before coming over here? Honestly, I just had a chance to go back to East Africa five years ago mm -hmm. as a, an adult. Mm -hmm. um, I was only there, like I said, till I was like four or five years old. Okay. And I, then I came to New York with my family, mm -hmm. with some of my family. 
and but you've heard some of the stories. You mentioned, you know, some members of your family getting arrested. Yes. Are you more and more curious about that as you as you get? You're not. By the way, he's not old. He's a hell of a lot younger than me. I can tell you that. We both got real good skin. I was gonna ask what you put on your skin. I'm, you know, what I mean, I'm trying to. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> people in Boston got good skin. I'm telling you. I don't know. I see in New we're, York, it's a little different. Yeah, I guess we we put on our sunscreens because we think we're so wicked smart and taking care of our uh, skin. <laughs> but but. Um, you know, I, I find as I get older, I want to ask more questions about my, you know, my parents are getting up there in age mm-hmm. and, you know, my grandparents were, uh, grew up in a town called Grudna, which is part of Belarus, but they got the hell out of there just before the Holocaust. Every, every friend and oh extended family member they knew were, were killed by Hitler. And I wanted to ask my dad, like, what is, what do your parents tell you about it? He said, they never mentioned it once. I said, you can't. Yeah. It was a weird, like that generation does talk about. And, you know, I and that's kind of like with my father, when I would ask him a little bit more insight on it, you know, because he had a lot, the little that he did tell me was like, you know, I had friends that died in front of me. And it was just some things that I guess the reason why they didn't want to talk about it was because it was kind of horrific. I think that's right. I think it's, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't yeah. get as much as I would have liked to get of this, the story, but thank God I still have my aunt who's going to be helping add to this comic book like I told you about yep. and really bring a story. I can't wait to see this comic book. This is the, will, it, will it be called The Bandit? Or? The Bandit, yeah. yeah I like There's a subtitle to it as well. Okay. But, you know, I'm, a, I'm not going to give out all the information. <laughs> we got to keep guessing a little bit. That's, that's right. Yeah. Um, by the way, just to re- remind everyone, um, banditmusica.com, that, as you would expect it to be spelled, Bandit and then M-U-S-I. ICA.com on Instagram. Find them at, at Samu Music. That's S E M U Music. I keep saying same I, I keep screwing it up. It's Samu. All right. Samu mm-hmm. is what I'm supposed to say. But it's S U S E M U Music. My listeners need to be really kind of brought along step by step. Does everybody have it now? And by the way, if you're watching this <laughs> this podcast on the Adori app, I'll put all the info I'll put all the information in the show notes so you can find the, the great music and all that. And uh, if you're watching on the Adori app, you'll see it pop up right now, as well as uh, pictures of, of Samu and all that. Um, so, so tell me what's next. You, what like in your in your music career? Once you once uh, well, you, you're growing up here. Moved to New York. Yes, I okay. moved to New York and um, just been more very much delved in the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my start with in a duo group called Fisher P and uh, you know, we were on a couple of TV channels, Viacom mm-hmm. channels. Nice. And then, you know, later I just somehow just became a solo artist. And really what's what's next, I have an album out right now. Um it's hosted by DJ VIP of All Money In. It was um Nipsey Hustle's D- DJ, uh the late rest in peace to him. Yep. Um I also have a new single coming out, Mr. Dave. Nice. This is the 2020 single. This is going to change the landscape of music. Mm-hmm. You know, um, as the bandit, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. It's, it's, it, that's not what art is, you know. Right. And so this 2020 single is called Fancy. Fancy. And this is the new age swing. You're fancy. Down to your toenails, your love's not for sale. I won't kiss and tell. This must be love. It's a magical thing. Stay down like ten toes flat. Yeah. Don't pick it back. Now count on that. Hey, love. You're a magical dream.
Yeah, how would how would you describe? I guess uh, uh, at the risk of repeating myself, how would you describe your music? Because again, it's to me it sounds like uh, well, some, similar to like like uh, certain hip hop artists now. Is that is that fair to say? Like it's who- not because I want to. I, I love hip hop, but the way that it's represented on a commercial level, I I don't want to be anywhere part of it. Honestly, I'm a part of the hip hop community, mm-hmm. but hip hop as a music form, I want nothing to do with it. That's why I'm. I'm a hybrid artist and I'm going into this on a, I'm changing, I want to change everything about music and how it's represented. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not supposed to be something that you copy from the next person. When mm-hmm. you get into the business of music, it's like, all right, how are we going to strategize to get on the radio? Well, we have to have a song like whatever's on the top 10 so that we can get in there. And then and and it's like, yeah. it kills the art of it. That's why so many sound songs, it's frustrating to me, so many songs to me sound the same. I'm finally becoming like, old man dave because i i love i love hip-hop and i loved it i love i've always loved pop music mm-hmm. and right around 2008 to me was like the the peak of you know it was like pitbull and david Guetta, mm-hmm. and you know i mean whether you love or, or hate those people I, I you can dance to it all and now it's like everybody seems to copy like drake exactly and, and uh childish gambino who's great by the way mm-hmm. but it's it's everything sounds like the mm, it's, it's the slow beat and then the rapping over it yeah. and there are a zillion songs out there like that well that's why the bandit came into existence because i'm here <laughs> to to you know get people out of that whole zone of i'm expecting this yeah that's what this new record fancy is all about it's really to to get people out their seats and get us get our energy back up into something new into like thinking like 2020 i woke up into 2020 and i'm seeing uh, people put out music and i'm like you did that in 2019 like we've been doing that for the past five years mm-hmm so it's like, who's going to be daring enough to to bring something new to the table? Right. You know, who are the people that you admire that are doing it now? The recording artists now. Um, she's still doing. I mean, I like Lady Gaga a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. like um the late Michael Jackson just because anytime I heard any record from them, yeah, it was nothing like the last record. It True. Conti- you know what I mean? And yeah. It just continued to evolve, and they continue to try to push the limits of art in their um, their musical expression. Yeah, I thought my, Michael Jackson, and I do a separate music podcast called Past Tens with my buddy Milton. We when we when it came time to discuss Michael Jackson, it was like, well, are we supposed to say this is a delicate conversation now because of the way, <laughs> the way things ended for him? Yeah. There have been some podcasts yeah, where a guy will do this huge disclaimer and say, we're going to be discussing Michael Jackson. And it's like, okay, we know what happened. We know it ended. I saw the documentary. It is horrible. Can we just talk about the man's music? Like the man's, the man's music was, un, uh, it was unmistakable anytime you heard his voice. His mm-hmm. voice elevated. Like there was a song in the 80s called... Um, I think it was Barry Gordy's nephew Rockwell called Somebody's Watching Me. I always feel like somebody's watching mm-hmm. me. And the song was kind of terrible, but Michael Jackson did a favor to the dude and lent his voice to the chorus. I always feel like I'll maybe yeah. I'll play a little bit of it. And as soon as you hear his voice, it takes a turn. He could do he could do anything. I mean, he did a cover of, you know, the Beatles come together and I thought he just nailed it and like with the dancing and everything else and so yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, so the, the, uh, the album, tell us about what you do in the industry. Cause you were telling me you like to sell directly to your fans. Tell me about that. Exactly. Why so like, I, I'm not going to be, I was really, uh, in battle with myself about how I was going to put this album out mm-hmm. and 
it's not just about making original music and unique music but and unique videos, but how am I going to bring this to the consumer in a unique way? Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so much music out, and there's these normal conduits to put out your music. And I said it's not personal, you know? Right. It's like um, Valentine's Day is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jesus, say you don't say you're, you're here at Pi six one seven, and yep. you're not gonna get a chance to see your lady. And you say, you know what? You tell your friend, listen, here's the gift from my lady. Just give it to her and give her a hug for me. Tell her I love her. Yeah. And so he goes and does that, and she's like, oh, nice, thanks. But it's so much different when you gave her the hug Absolutely. and when you gave her the gift. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Listen, you just contact the bandit <laughs> at Samu Music S E M U Music on Instagram. Message me. You know, I'm gonna hit you up. We're gonna I'm gonna talk to you. And I'm going to actually give you this album personally, but this album isn't going to be given to you the same way as it's going to give it to the next person. I'm giving different insight about the process of making the song, what mm-hmm. the song was about. So everybody has a unique connection to what I'm giving to them that they mm-hmm. can say, you know what? And it comes with a special gift mm-hmm. that I that no two people are going to get, you know, and it's going to just build that intimacy. Every, every gift's going to be different. Every gift. Oh, man. I know what I'm getting my girlfriend for um, Valentine's Day. I'm going to uh, Samo Music and at Samo Music on Instagram, by the way. <laughs> you, I'm going to make sure to present something nice that's, that's, um, that's sentimental. That, is anybody else doing this? I've never heard of this. I don't cool. think so. And yeah. it, even though it takes, it's, it's a longer process to do the sentimental value. You mm-hmm. know, I'm all about being a, a sentimentalist where it's, there's certain things that you've gotten in your past that you still keep with you. And like, you know, it, it, it it's dear to your heart. Yeah. And so this music that I made, isn't, it didn't take a week. You know, I, I put a lot of my life experiences into it. And I want to make sure people have a, a real connection with it. Then just, it's on Spotify. Everybody right. has it. I don't even know the person that has it in Asia. Right. You know, I'd rather say, you know what? Yeah, it'll take longer for you to get, but that one-on-one intimate uh, connection will spread in a, a bigger way. Yeah, then your fans are like super fans. Like they, 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 if they feel like that you're actually listening to them, they're going to be so much more engaged. They're going to tell people about you. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And they're officially part of the Bandit Squadron. <laughs> I love it, man. Yes. Um, so, and once again, banditmusica.com is where you find Samo's music. Um, so uh, what you said about um, being thoughtful, it just triggered something in me. I, I think that's a lost art because... There are so many ways, kind of like you said, online, you want to give a gift to someone. Hey, go online and send them a bathrobe or send them uh, flowers or edible arrangements with the freaking fruit and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, yeah, that's not, I mean, I don't mind what if, you know, the, some free food arrives at the studio, but then there's the kind of gift where I remember on my, on my 40th birthday, my friend Amy, we, we went to summer camp together and she gave me a gift and it was a framed picture of our summer camp kind of um, just kind of a nice black and white photo. No, no people in the photo, just, you could see the lake and you could see our camp. It was just a nice sort of intimate look back at where we had grown up. It was like one of the best gifts I ever got. It probably, it probably cost her like $12, but I don't, but I'd much rather have that than have, you know, someone shoot me some, you know, gift that means nothing to me. Exactly. And so like that, that's um, such an unbelievable sentiment. The, the, not to cut you off, but to add to what you're saying, um, in my, my music video, Strangers, the star of it, Ancient, um, she was talking to me one day about this. And she was like, you know, sometimes when we're talking to somebody on the phone, we're here like doing some like three other things. We're on an application doing something and we're talking. And she's like, I like to give my full attention to somebody so that we can actually have a connection. Yeah. You yeah. know, so we just have so much going on 
in life today, mm-hmm. you know, I, it means something more to try to just give a little bit more of yourself. And people will then take it like, oh, this isn't just something that you're going to come out with next week. Like, oh, I have another album. I have another album. No, yeah. like, make it make it worth something. Yeah, like, and I appreciate it. you telling me about the story about Kate, you said? Uh, Amy. Amy. <laughs> That's okay. Have a, and you know what I mean? Because I do that. I, I mix up. Amy and Beth for some reason. Everybody who's named Amy end up end up calling him Beth. So sorry, all you Amys out there. <laughs> yeah, and, and the and the Kates <laughs> and the Kates. Yeah. Um, so tell me about now. You mentioned the the actress it, it, actress in your in your she, video. She because, wears a couple hats. She told me not to call her a, a actress or an artist. She uh, wears a couple hats. Actually, she um she has this program in Lawrence, Massachusetts. Uh, shout out to Lawrence, Mass, um, hmm. where she helps people better themselves you know mm-hmm. she actually broke me out of some habits bad habits that i had and you know anxiety habits and has made me a better person mm-hmm. um I, if you would like to see what she's doing i'll you just contact me on instagram samu music and i'll point you to her she really um helped my life in a lot of ways to just uh be more healthy and have more clarity she looks like pretty comfortable as an actress in your video um this is this is her right at the beginning yeah she's when- a stylist she does a, a bunch of beautiful things their hair is kick-ass, man. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's one of a kind. Shout out to Miss Ancient. It's, so it's called Strangers. You told us about that. It's a, about a past relationship of yours. How hard is it to take that memory and then create the lyrics and then make them rhyme and every, everything for someone who's did, like um, the best song I ever wrote was probably I've probably written like parody songs, you know, but <laughs> just as a, as a goof on friends. Mm-hmm. Other, I just I got a, a friend's uh, birthday coming up. Uh, his his uh, I don't know what, but no, actually, you know what? He he got married in to his honey. Uh, it's his third marriage, so they did sort of a little quiet ceremony. We're having a party for him, and we're doing a song. But it's to the tune of Louie Louie, and it's called Jeffrey Jeffrey. That's his name. <laughs> That's about the extent of my uh, songwriting. Tell uh-huh. us how you do it. Um, well, uh, my best friend um, who produced this, his name is Ben Beneficial. <laughs> Good name. Um, so Beneficial, I was on his Instagram, and he makes beats every day. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very diligent, and I saw this beat he had on, and I said, oh, my gosh, I got to get this thing. Mm-hmm. I said, is it still available? He's like, yeah, of course, you're my best friend. I said, all right, nice. I said, Take that <laughs> yeah. thing offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. But, um, so I'm just listening to it, and I just tried to – Ask myself, well, what is this beat saying? What's this production trying to say? How can I pinpoint it to a part, a point in my life? And it and it went to that relationship. And then I just um, I just look inside of me to get keywords, and I write down those keywords. I brainstorm those words. Do and you ha- do you handwrite them? Are yes. you writing? Okay, handwrite really? them. Sometimes okay. it's in my mind. And, Old school. And then you know it just kind of makes itself. Yeah, um, that I'm always fascinated by that process this is this is a weird example but i was watching a documentary about the making the movie ghostbusters and you know ray parker jr did the the memorable song which it's it's kind of a horrible repetitive song but you that song was everywhere um i ain't afraid of no ghost that one yeah that's the jam (laughs) yeah so um i mean for those that that grew up when i did you know you remember that that you know who you're gonna call ghostbusters and um but they went back and just talked to him recently about it. And they said, we need a, a theme song. And, and he didn't know where to begin. You know, I, I, he's, you know, he's, he's an R and B guy. Like, oh, I'm going to write a song about ghosts. Right. So he comes, he comes up with this beat, which is coming. Come on now. But apparently the, 
the production of the movie was under such strain that uh, I didn't know this. They put they they had to hustle. There are still some shots in the movie if you look back that are kind of fuzzy because it was it was put out with such um, intense um, time constraints. And he had he's like so there it is right. He was watch he was watching some of the footage and the and the Ghostbusters had this TV ad, you know, in the movie. It's like, hey, call this number, you know, call the Ghostbusters and like twelve hours before he had to turn the song in, he he goes, Wait a minute, who, who are you gonna call? And, and, and so it's like and the rest nice. the rest is history, you know, one of the most memorable theme songs. Um definitely just pulling from from what you see, what's around you. I actually yeah. also used um uh, I tried to respectfully uh use elements from artists that i like and strangers i actually pulled from lincoln park as well is that right yeah and okay. they're a hybrid they're actually the first album was called the hybrid theory yeah and uh so you know they i i just try to pull something from them and shout out to rest in peace uh, mr chestnut who passed away yeah they're just a, a great group that really infused a little bit of rock a little bit of hip-hop and electro and sure yeah yeah they they had a they teamed up with Jay, was it Jay Z? They teamed up. Yes, the Jiggle yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when you say you borrowed from Lincoln Park, you borrowed like a sample in the song. No, or? I didn't. I, just um, in terms of uh, formula, as oh, you okay, see in this okay. song, I do a little bit of um, rapping, as you would call it. I'd rather say spoken word, right? Rhythmic spoken word. Mm-hmm. See, I just did that. Kind That's of pretty good. New. Rhythmic spoken word, and then <laughs> I do a little bit of singing in there, mm-hmm. and then the new song, Fancy. I'm pulling for like I said, it's electro swing, new age electro swing. So I'm pulling from the the swing era. And like, a, we're talking the original swing era in the twenties. Exactly. Benny Goodman. Na, 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 na. Oh, thirties. I, I don't know whatever. Yeah, I don't know what decade it was, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, you know, there's a little scatting in there. There's there's some singing. There's a little bit of everything in there to, but just in a new age 2020 format. So you you mentioned that earlier. You said you I think you said you don't want anything to do with hip-hop per se right nah because so tell me why honestly the, there's just a a stigma there's a there's a certain format that they're doing it in now that i don't want my nephews and nieces to to kind of even know about last year on new year's i was with um my niece and nephew and they there was this popular song out at the time and this artist was talking about some illegal substances yeah. that his friends and his lady friends like to do. Mm-hmm. And my little nieces and nephews know this song word for word. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what this substance is that he's talking about? Yeah. Cause I have some friends that died from, um, you know, these very hardcore drugs. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, they were, I guess they knew, yeah. but they didn't want to tell me as their uncle. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, you know what? I don't even want to associate with this because it's, it's just so at the forefront of what hip-hop is today. Uh, yeah. L- l- these things are killing people that you see every week. Um, so I don't want to be associated with that. I'd rather... And I feel like that era is done. I feel like people want something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because sometimes I feel like the kids know what the terms mean and if they don't they probably figure it out pretty quickly right or exactly. their friends that tell them oh yeah that you know sometimes it's in code in in hip-hop which at least it's creative um there's there's uh jay-z sings or is it um i think it's jay-z used used to be uh, he uses the uniform numbers of nba players as code for how much he pays for his coke and i didn't know that until years later 
um, used to pay LeBron. I'm screwing it up anyways. I'll see if see if I can find it. But um, yeah, if Jeezy's paying Le- paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. That's mm. that's Jay Z. So LeBron mm-hmm. wore 23, and he was he was boasting that he paid like Dwayne Wade, who wears numbered like nine or something. That, that because that's how much of a baller he is, and um, it's clever the way they you know weave it in. I think but, when when the way Jay Z uses it as a in the, trying to be clever with it in an art form, I think that's that's fine because he also talks about the the negative sides of what's going on. Where mm-hmm. people nowadays, these artists are glorifying it, and kids are like, "Oh yeah, this is what they're doing," and kids are, are using it, and then they're not realizing the effects. Is I'm gonna die, or I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the hospital, and I'm gonna be in jail, and so I'm, I don't want to be associated with those things. So okay, so that that's interesting. So um, so you may but you may draw influences from the music style, but you really want to separate yourself from it's that I mean. Can we call it the, the gangster culture? Culture, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be part of that culture. Um, I don't denounce them, right? I, I, you know, I don't denounce anybody like, like Jesus. I don't denounce them, yep. I, you know. Um, but I, I'm a little disappointed in their actions. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we we need to be careful. Yeah. I, my little nieces and nephews is out there. Mm-hmm. My my future kids. Uh, I don't want them seeing that I promoted anything that that they can frown upon. Is it important? Is it important though that you talk about? Um, I mean, I'm just in visually and looking at your video for strangers. It looks like this kind of. It's, it looks like it's a story of love, but it's also a story of pain. It's a story about a little bit of struggle. It's a story about communication. Is it important? That, is it important that your songs talk about, um, for lack of a better word, shit that you've been through or shit that you're going through? Or, or yes, yeah. yes, it yeah. does. Tell you me about I, that. I yeah. Talk about. Jealousy and envy. Yeah. Look at where brought us. That's one of the lyrics from it. Nice. And um, career-wise, me and her were in a different place, and it brought some friction. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very important to try to be personable, personable about what's really going on, or what is what are we doing this for? You know, I don't want to talk about cars or jewelry or whatever I have. You know, that means nothing to you tomorrow. You know, right? So right. if I could really pinpoint something that really was intimate and talk from my heart, we have an honest conversation. Yeah. If I talk from my pride, a point of view of pride, and then it's like, well, where are we going? We're not really being honest with each other. Yeah. I remember when hearing the story of how uh, Eminem became successful, and at first there was resistance because the popular rap songs of the time were talking about, you know, Driving down Crenshaw, drinking the bubs with with the ladies in the back. Shout out to the, Crenshaw, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. you know, big big booties and and everything else. Which, yeah, I suppose is is the kids loved it. So what the hell? But Eminem comes along and he's singing about how his he hated his dad and his mother was a drug addict and he's got so much anger and it's mm-hmm. like, you know. Uh, Things that people could relate to. Well, uh, and, demographic and, of people and true, yeah, true struggles. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's like, um, I think he says in the in Eight Mile the movie, I'm I'm white trash and I'm proud or something like that, and that was like real, really him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, do you think you draw upon? It seems like you draw upon personal issues. Do you do you does your music actually reflect things about your family from back in Africa? Do you think? Or? Um, well, there's a song on the on the album called Million Girls that I did with my cousin Kaliweed. Oh, nice. I did I recorded it and did the video in Uganda. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's paying tribute to um, women in that area and of all cultures. Sometimes when you know you're on, you watch TV. They're, they're actually the they're doing a better job of it now of really like touching base on different uh, types of, of people. And I wanted to just show love to the women of Uganda that aren't always on a commercial level, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so in that regards, I do. And the first song I did actually in Uganda was called Nunji mm-hmm. and it was celebrating the culture of Uganda, the, the food, the lifestyle in Uganda. Nunji, Nunji means good. Okay. You know? Um, and so I, I make sure to definitely touch on those aspects of, of Uganda in a good light. Your new song, Fancy, is that, um, is it more of a inspirational, upbeat song? Just kind of sounds like, yes. I don't know. <laughs> yes, so Fancy um, is is something that I'm trying to bring a little bit more class to love. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the lyrics is saying, you know, um, love is not for sale. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we try to, you know, uh, finesse ladies with um, money, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's trying to bring a couple of of ideals of romance back that are, you know, I like it, man. Yeah. Right. Perfect for Valentine's day. Right. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably release it then. But if anybody, um, the people that do get the, the bandit album, that will be a, one of the gifts that I give you before it's released. Yeah. So you mentioned that your, your friend in the video helped you overcome some, struggles that you had Mm -hmm. anxiety you said can you tell us more about that yeah well um in creating this this is like a three-year project the bandit album and you know artists we're not the most conventional people Mm -hmm. we have to step out of the box we have to step out of ourselves Mm -hmm. and um you know i used to have a a pretty bad alcohol problem Mm -hmm. and um it's something that stemmed um in my family's history and the video on this, the behind the scenes was a little crazy. Mm-hmm. But Don't anyway, come. so I was in the, I came to the Massachusetts area and I was in the studio with Peter Perfect. Uh, he's a battle producer, he's undefeated, he's amazing. Mm. And um, something told me, like, I was like, call up Ancient. And I called her up and she said, hey, do you want to go to church? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah. So I went to church with her and, um, you know, we our talks were just so intimate, and it really uncovered some things about myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I knew I wanted to break out of that that cycle of of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just through her talks with her, through um, meeting the the pastor as Mina, it just broke me out of some bad habits. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's what basically it sounds like you just start, started thinking about what you really want it to be about. Exactly. Right. Um, and I think that's uh, it's important to do from time to time. I don't happen to be a religious guy per se, but I'd like to think of myself as spiritual and to, 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 to reexamine what you're all about. I'm warned constantly not to fall into the habits of people in my family. I come from you, you, <laughs> some alcoholism in, in your family. You're from Africa. My ancestors are from Ireland, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, they might drink different stuff, but since, but, but I've had from uh, Ireland. Yeah. Well, Guinness. Well, exactly. You got, yo, Guinness well, is huge yeah. in, in Uganda. Oh, that's and, funny. Yes. And Idi Amin actually had a close friend from Ireland like that. He really loved the King of Ireland. Yeah. Have you seen the last King of Scotland? Okay. He'll tell you more about that. Wow. Yeah. So, Jace, I mean, yeah, it, it for better or worse, runs through both of our bloods, baby. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, but, but yes. you know, my, um, 
you know, my mom raised in Irish Catholic family here in Mass in Brookline, but you know, you follow the, the tree back to to Ireland, and you know, sadly, I've had an aunt and uncle die before their time, really, from uh, the bottle, you know, and yeah. and we we had to kind of watch them disintegrate, and it and it's real sad. So you know, I try to I try to watch it, but it sound it sounds like you've. Um, it's not like you've complete, completely put that in your past. It was definitely a miracle. And um, if you just look at, you don't have to be religious, because I'm not religious, and I'm, I would mm-hmm. agree with you being more spiritual. Yep. But if you just look at the Bible as a, just in context, as just a book to read, you know, and gain information, um, there's a passage, Proverbs 23, 9. Mm-hmm. It tells you, you know, what you need to really know about about that to really break that cycle in your life if you feel like it's a problem because it's not a problem for everybody mm-hmm. you know but it was a um it was a vice in my life that I said I need to break out of this so I can be a better bandit mhm do you consider yourself a prophet meaning meaning um you're i mean to I don't know if this is the right use of the word, but sort of preaching can people learn from your music and your vibe definitely and they'll have a better insight from the comic book and I also do a podcast of my my own called bandit insight beyond living earthly oh well we gotta check out the acronym of bible all right sorry say it again uh so bible b-i-b-l-e that's the acronym and it's bandit insight beyond living earthly a little three minute three minute um talks you know and just you just me sometimes i'll have a a a friend or a bandit to come and tell me something that they want to tell the world that can help somebody you know, so they might pull from a, a Buddhist scripture or anything, you know, any like powerful past um, saying mm-hmm. and then just talk about it a little bit and it, it helps people. Yeah. Um, so once again, Samu, you want to find his music. It's bandit. I want to say bandit because it's more fun, but it's, band, it's banditmusica.com <laughs> on Instagram at Samu Music, and that once again, that's S-E-M-U Music. Um, we are up against the clock here a little bit. Do you perform live ever? I do. Um, yeah. I was, I've been, since I've been in Massachusetts, um, Miss Ancient's been taking me to different places mm-hmm. to perform. We went to the Bronx and performed. Shout out to Jonathan Y. Oscar. They're this uh, new Spanish duo group, amazing. Wow. I went to their restaurant. It was nothing but Dominicans in there and <laughs> Cubans and Ancient's like, listen, perform your song. A million girls and mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know. And it's just like go up there. And so I did it and they, yeah. they actually were very they embraced it and you can definitely catch me uh in this next season performing in the uh, DMV area, Washington DC, Baltimore, uh Virginia. And just go to the website and you get some some dates on there or go go to Instagram. Don't go to the Twitter, don't go just go to straight to Instagram because that's that's uh just a platform that I like to contact and be in contact with my fans and I uh, basically just post everything that I'm gonna be doing through there. Love it, um, uh, Samuel. Hope you had fun, man. I Dave, did. I did. I'm we, happy we had a chance to do this, hell man. Yeah, man. Well, anytime you're you're back in town, we'll have you back. We'll of course go out with some of Samuel's music, but check out the whole library. I was listening to a few of the tunes earlier. Different, interesting. The lyrics are are awesome, and you're gonna do more acting because I think you're a natural. Man, Possibly? well, if, if yeah, if you you know some directors, that would like to get, <laughs> you could contact my um, one of my agents, um, John Thomas, or um, I'm actually working with the director Justice Smith, mm-hmm. who uh, has worked with a lot of um, uh, significant people in film. So yeah, you'll definitely see me on the screen. Awesome! I thank you for for joining us, Samu. I'm gonna keep listening to this stuff, and 
again, you know, hit them up on Instagram and get uh, get yourself uh, by the song, and then you get a little gift from Samu, which could make something really nice, could be a nice moment with your honey on Valentine's Day. That's yeah, she is. <laughs> and look out for fancy, fancy. <laughs> And fancy coming out. You know what? I'm, we're going to have all the info in uh, the show notes here if you want to hear more of Samu's music. And thanks for joining us, man. Yes. Uh, all right. We're out. Um, this is Dave. Remember, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Pass along the good juju. Pod617.com is where you go if you want to hear more about how you can have your own podcast. And thanks to our sponsors, U.S. Postal Service, USPS.com slash careers. On behalf of Sa- on behalf of Samu, I'm Dave. I'm just, yeah. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. You must be the other guy. This must be love. It's a magical thing. Stay down like Tento's lap. Yeah. Don't think that